Welcome to the Plant-Centered and Thriving Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Kitchens. I'm a plant-based registered dietitian and virtual nutrition mentor. I was raised on an Angus cattle farm, grew up with a lot of GI issues, and used the power of plant-based eating to promote healing. Here you'll find inspiration, ideas, and encouragement for your own plant-based journey. I'm so thrilled you're here today. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Plant Centered and Thriving Podcast. I'm so excited that you're here today because today we're going to talk about how intuitive eating and meal planning and meal prepping can all go hand in hand. And we just came off a series where Katie and I talked about meal planning and we talked about meal prepping. So if you haven't listened to those, I would definitely recommend going back and checking those out because those are going to help supplement what we're going to talk about today, which is meal planning and meal prepping, and also to how intuitive eating fits into those. So my name is Ashley and I'm here with my co-host Katie, (laughs) and we're going to talk a little bit more really specifically, like four ways, basically that intuitive eating can fit into your meal planning and meal prepping, because what we don't want to happen is that you feel restricted by your meal plan, or you don't like your meal plan or what you're planning for yourself for the week or whatever it is, or does it taste good? I know. I don't know about you, Katie, but I'm definitely... (laughs) prep some meals where I'm like, this is not good. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So we've had to like take a different route. So one of the first things that we both came up with is meal planning and meal prepping. It really does allow you to have structure and consistency with your meals. And this is something that can be really, really helpful, especially when you're starting out on the intuitive eating process is to have some structure, to have some consistency. We're going to talk more about how that fits in because it can be really helpful. Yes. I always say that I thrive better on a more structured layout of my week. So I always say that having some boundaries, having some guidelines to kind of set yourself up for success. And especially like you were saying, when you're just starting out, it's good to have those guidelines to help you kind of form those habits and kind of see what works, see what doesn't, and allow yourself the flexibility to make changes midweek or make changes while those habits are still forming. So yes, yes structure and consistency, that's going to help you form those habits. That's going to keep these things sustainable for you. I love that. Yes. yes. I like that. You said you're setting yourself up for success. Basically that's a big part of it. And too, like you also said, this is helping you build habits, habits that you're, you're wanting to build, but kind of putting in that effort in the beginning, especially with doing some meal planning and doing some meal prepping can really help form those habits that you see your future self doing down the road, which is really exciting. Yes. Hi, future self is coming. (laughs) Yes, we are. (laughs) And part of this, so this is number two, part of the reason it's helpful to have this structure and consistency when it comes to your meals is that number two, it makes it easier to honor your hunger. And that's one of the principles when we think about intuitive eating, that's one of the 10 principles is really not fearing hunger because hunger isn't something to be feared. It's a biological response to guess what? Needing, (laughs) needing food. Yes. And so what meal planning and meal prepping can do is help you honor your hunger because that food is sitting there in your fridge or your pantry. It's ready to go for you when you are hungry, honoring your hunger. You know, we talk, we've been talking a lot about diet culture and these past few podcast episodes. And, you know, I remember when I first started my hunger cues were so out of whack and I can speak for myself and other women is you almost feel guilty about being hungry sometimes. Mm. Isn't that so silly yeah. <laughs> and ridiculous? Taking the time and forming these habits where you're 
spending time and it's almost self-care where you're preparing healthy, nutritious meals and they're waiting for you and you're spending time and making that a priority. It's really going to help honor your hunger and it's going to make those meals, I think, taste even better. You're really going to enjoy them as well as satisfying that, like Asha was saying, that basic biological need of hunger. We all have it. It's nothing to feel guilty about. Yes, yes, absolutely. (laughs) And so having those meals prepped and ready to go for you can be really helpful in that pro in your intuitive eating process. And especially too, with the honoring your hunger piece, and that's how they can kind of fit together hand in hand. And I love what Katie said. So what we first said is that it allows you to have structure and consistency. It makes it easy to honor your hunger and then segueing into what Katie said, which it really does allow you to build pleasure into your meals. It allows you to create meals that you're excited to eat. And that's the key here is you're not making meals that you feel like you should make is you're making meals that you actually desire to eat throughout the week, whether it's the same meal for breakfast or the same meal for dinner, or whether it's something different every night or every day, it allows you again, to build pleasure into your meals where food is enjoyable. I know I would choose foods out of convenience a lot of times because I wasn't making my mealtime a priority. So I would kind of make these choices of fast food and things like that. I really didn't even enjoy them that much. A lot of times I felt really lousy afterwards. So I really think that knowing that these meals are going to be delicious, but also fueling my body for nutrition. Like I said, I think it makes them taste even better because I know I'm doing something good for myself and good for my body. But yes, it's definitely not about, you know, just having salads. I know a lot of us plant-based people, it's like, all you eat is salads. (laughs) No, I eat a ton of different things. And that's part of the fun too, is experimenting and finding out what works best for you and what you think is delicious, not what your mom or your spouse or, Mm -hmm. you know, the Instagram influencer, it's what you find delicious. So the experimentation part of the process is, is fun. Yep. And we did, we touched on that in the meal planning episode of really making sure when you do plan your meals out for the week, that it is something that you desire. Like that is really the key here is you're creating foods, making foods that you look forward to versus eating foods that you feel like you should be eating. Absolutely. Yeah. And Katie had also said something about making sure that she's getting in variety or that this is helpful with variety. And that was the fourth thing that we came up with is when you are meal planning and meal prepping, a part of this process as well is getting a variety into your diet, which can be really, really helpful to whether you want to branch out and eat more foods, or maybe you're new to plant-based, this can be a helpful way to meal planning and meal prepping to just get in a variety of different foods too. Variety <laughs> is the spice of life. If you've taken one of our courses before, if you're going to take our group mentorship program, or if you've signed up for our recent online course, we talk about taking the time and using all your senses. When you sit down to eat, you start to eat with your eyes. So having that all those different beautiful colors on your plate. We, we always hear eat the rainbow. How can I make brightly colored plates uh, as possible? So, so have some fun. Yes. Yes, definitely. Definitely make it fun for yourself because that makes it much more enjoyable. And to reiterate too, when we talk about meal planning, this isn't a meal plan that you have to follow. It's not this strict plan that you have to adhere to. And part of this process as well, and how intuitive eating can be such a a great part of the planning process is that yes, you have that plan. 
and you're prepared. So you have that structure and consistency, but also too, you're not having to follow any rules. Like this is you again, going back to what Katie said in the beginning, setting yourself up for success for the week, having at least a, a plan so that if you want to use it, great. But the key is by no means do you have to use it. There have been many times where I have had some meal prep sitting in the refrigerator and I'll, you know, come home from work, come downstairs from work and be like, "Mm, that actually doesn't sound good tonight. And so the key here too, is to have backup things on hand, whether they're in your freezer or your pantry, or even in your fridge, some things that also you enjoy that you can always fall back on if you decide, Hey, I actually don't want to have my meal prep, you know, tonight or this week or whatever it is, um, which can be really helpful. Yes. There's so many rules that even prevent us from starting these new things in our lives. A rule that you have to meal plan all three meals. A lot of people start with just one meal. So maybe breakfast is the easiest one. So meal plan your breakfast and then have, if you want more variety, have, you know, something different every night for lunch and dinner. So don't let those rules stop you from trying something new. We want to encourage you to make these decisions for yourself and not following, you know, some kind of really strict rule book, because that's just not sustainable. We want it to be enjoyable. We want it to be sustainable and uh, we want it to be fun and three meals a day for the rest of our lives. (laughs) We want that part of our lives to be enjoyable. So just because you're going plant-based or you want to focus on a more, you know, healthy way of living, that doesn't mean that you have to sacrifice all enjoyment. (laughs) Oh yeah. 100%. I could not agree more. In fact, a a big reason why I got into meal planning and meal prepping was because my food was, I was just all over the place. I was so unorganized when it came to my meals and it has just decreased my stress personally so much by having just some more consistency in my life, especially during the week. And it's, it's been really helpful too, with my relationship with food, because again, like I'm at the beginning of the week, I'm thinking, okay, what, what, what sounds good this week? What is it that I want to make? Or, oh, you know, it's going to be in the fifties or sixties this week versus the nineties, which I feel like it's yes. been for months. <laughs> so ooh, maybe I'll like make a instant pot soup yes. or something like that. So again, going back to really taking the time to figure out what it is that you want to eat, what you desire to eat versus what you feel like you should eat. Yes. And I like what Katie said too, about, we talked about following like a strict meal plan. I actually used to create meal plans and I used to have them on my website. I used to sell them and I decided not to do that anymore because I truly believed it wasn't really helping people. I think it gave a great example, a great platform, but going back to what Katie said about, you know, mimicking influencers or how other people eat plant-based or not, what matters is how you eat. So how I eat doesn't mean that that's how you should eat. It doesn't mean how that's how Katie should eat. It really goes back to, again, turning it back onto yourself and what it is that you desire to eat. So again, to go back through those four things, what meal prepping or meal planning can help you do with your intuitive eating journey is give you that structure and consistency. It makes it easier to honor your hunger. It allows you to build pleasure into your meals. It allows you to make meals that you're going to enjoy And it can be really helpful to make sure that you're getting in variety. If that's something that you want to do or want to explore more, whether you're new to plant-based eating or whether you've been plant-based for a really long time. And 
I would actually recommend going back. If you haven't listened to episode 23 with Kuhn, he talks more about his own intuitive eating journey. And he talks a lot about having this structure and consistency when it comes to your approach to intuitive eating, which was really refreshing to hear him talk about. So if you haven't listened to that one, I would definitely recommend going back and listening to it. I loved it. Yeah, it was really good. So that's episode 23. And then also to episode 25 and 26, talk about meal planning and meal prepping. And we give a lot more details into how you can get started there. And speaking of meal planning and meal prepping and (laughs) intuitive eating in January of 2022, Katie and I are going to be running a mentorship, a group mentorship program that also has some one-on-one coaching involved for 12 weeks. It's going to be phenomenal. I can't wait. (laughs) I cannot wait. I'm so excited. There are several people on the wait list. And if you're interested, you can definitely click the group link below. It's going to be just an incredible group of people all coming together for really that one purpose of supporting one another. Yes, absolutely. When we were in this mentorship back in June, July, it was so cool to see people support one another. And so I'm really excited. And what's really cool too, is everyone's sort of on a similar journey and it's just neat to have that like close community, community. That's the key word. You, you (laughs) are able to face things. I think a lot easier if you know, the people around you are, are facing the same the same things while you're going through it and you guys can help each other answer all those questions. Yes. Yeah. So if meal planning or meal prepping seem overwhelming or even intuitive eating, I would definitely recommend clicking the link below and just reading more about what the mentorship is going to look like and see if it would be a good fit for you. We'd obviously love to have you. And if you have any (laughs) questions, definitely don't hesitate to reach out to me on Instagram. I would love to answer any questions that you have about the mentorship. All right. Well, thank you for listening and we will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Plant-Centered and Thriving Podcast today. If you found this episode inspiring, please share it with a friend or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally say thank you. Until next time, keep thriving.